Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Mark Bodry, and this is Inside NHSTRA, and we are actually honored. We have Apex Racing in studio, guys. Apex, say hello, guys. Let What's us know on? who Team hello. Apex is this year. Uh, I'm Matthew. I race the uh, number 11. I got Steve Dickey, the uh, number 98 USA insulation modified. Uh, Al Gabord, uh, number 95 modified. Al, you are a new addition. I, I've never heard of you until I heard of this story that you run these really cool little things. Tell us about what it is. I won't do it justice. What do you do? Well, it's completely different than a modified, if you think about it. Uh, it's uh, I came from a road racing background. Um, most people have heard of probably Formula Fords. Um, but uh, I raced Formula 2000 cars, which are just a little bit step up of that. And it's uh, road racing. Uh, the, the cars are totally different than a modified that we're in. Uh, it's, uh, I think the contact patch of, of my F2000 car is probably, all four tires combined is probably the contact patch of one of the modified tires, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but, uh, you know, it's got pedals in a wheel. It's, it's similar to a modified in that respect. Um, uh, the, the, the tracks are... You know, not, nothing around the Northeast for the most part, mostly um, Mid-Atlantic and uh, Watkins Glen, Lime Rock, things like that. But uh, yeah, it's a totally different totally different deal, but um, I guess we'll get into the whole Apex thing in a little bit, but I'm excited to try this as uh, something new. All right, so that's actually a question that I have for you. So you come from the open wheel, more formula type cars, and wanted to dip your toes into a modified. How did you get uh, in touch with Mr. Plumber here? How did you find out about Apex? How how's Apex put you in a modified? Let us know how this worked. Yeah, you know, my story is probably a little different than how how Corey probably wanted to happen. But um, I was doing a project with Norm up at um, I think it was Monadnock uh, a year or two ago, and I started talk with him and. Um, you know, I've always been a fan of open wheel, uh, and certainly, uh, circle track stuff, just have never had the experience, uh, to be able to run it locally here and started talking to Norm and said, you know, I'd love to get involved in this, but I just don't have the, the ability, uh, from a time perspective to, to do this stuff. I mean, these guys that run these cars on a weekly basis, I don't know how you guys do it. I mean, it's, it's a tremendous amount of prep work and, and everything else. And, uh, never had the opportunity to have that kind of time. And uh, he asked me, he, he said, listen, I got a guy over here that's looking to expand a shop and, and have some more what, what I would consider like an arrive and drive kind of program. And um, so that's how it sort of started. And uh, what was it? Last uh, last September, I think, um, rented uh, rented Monadnock for the day with Corey and he put me in the car. I told him, I said, you know, why don't you just go in front of me and, you know, go half speed and let me. Let me just sort of follow you around. And after the, I don't know, we were down the back straightaway, or I was on the back straightaway. He was already going into turn one. So I hopped on the radio. And I said, maybe go quarter speed so I can at least see where you're at. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, so that's sort of how it all happened. And him and Jonah, they got a fantastic shop over there, great equipment, really open, you know, easy guys to do business with. And, uh, you know, I think hopefully it brings more people like me that aren't necessarily, um, you know, guys like these guys that have been, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of history in circle track racing. Hopefully, bring some more some more people in as well, and you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, that's awesome. Coming from somebody who is like Mr. Kimball over here, who needs no real introduction. Matt is a wheelman. If anybody who doesn't know who he is, now Matt had a very successful run even way before the modifieds. 
you you were running the mini stock and you were kicking butt all over New England, which was awesome. And then you did dip your toes in with the modified, with the family modified, and you guys yep. had success. Yeah. What clicked differently? Because you clicked off a championship last year in the modifieds. Yeah. So I had my dad the whole time, you know. So in 2016, my rookie year, well, before my rookie year, I took it out for practice almost every week, just getting some laps in. Wasted at the end of the year, so the time my rookie year happened in 2017, I was already up to speed. There wasn't really – all I really had to practice was racing in a crowd, and, you know, I had my dad in my ear, so there wasn't really much, you know, getting used to the cars. You know, I mean, my fourth race, my rookie year, I actually ended up winning my first race. So, you know, once you once you get the feel of the car, and, I mean, I've been racing at Monadnock for – I mean, I raced there for five years before Modified, so – I had plenty of track time, and, you know, all I needed was a little seat time, and it, it just didn't take long at all, and just feeling comfortable and getting the setup right it's really all it takes. All right, so this is going to come out of left field, but it just came to me. What is the difference? I mean, I know there's a huge difference between a mini stock and a modified, but for a while there, you were driving both. Yeah. How hard was that to go from a mini stock into a modified? You're talking a completely different animal here how yeah. hard was that for you do you ever get into one and be like oh that's right i'm in the modified i'm not in the mini not really um you know i always said it didn't affect me but my dad says it was and um i didn't agree with him because i i felt fine um you know i won seven mini stock races one year and i only won one modified race that year and then you know the year after that i i said okay i'm all done with mini stocks i'm going to focus on mods and i went, ended up winning four races so um, you know, I like to say it didn't affect me, but I think mentally and physically it did a little bit. And once I started focusing on just modifieds, it, my, just my, you know, I just started winning a lot more races and, you know, I just been improved so much more when I just focused on rear wheel drives and just open wheels. Yeah. That's awesome. So you go from the family mod yeah, and you had a lot of success and then you get into your, I, I'm sorry, that apex ride that you're in. That yellow, the minute I saw that, I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. I, I could spot your car anywhere as it was. Yeah. I love that car. You get into that mod the first year in, and you win the championship. How does something like that line up? I mean, you were there was a stout group of people out there this year. Yeah. Um, well, I did a couple races with Apex a year before. I did four races, four or five races, and I won one of them and, you know, got a top five. I actually had got eighth once and clam up but we don't count that one and you know first race <laughs> out this year um we ended up winning and we actually like the first five races this year we ended up winning three of them so we had a really good start to the year and um you know we just struggled a little bit through the middle of the season but we ended off good and you know we got a really good base going on for this upcoming season hopefully we can keep winning more races and I'm hoping so. I, I have to ask, is that yellow coming back? Oh, of course. It's staying the same, yes. I love that. That, that is absolutely awesome. We haven't even seen... We, we've avoided him so far. Mr. Dickey, what is this car... Do you want to... What's this car going to look like this year? You are a man who puts a car out on the track that is top-notch looking. I'm assuming it's going to be no different. Yeah, I think I've sent you a picture of that, actually, but... Um, no, I don't have it. Are you sure? Uh, let, me, um, let me double check. Yeah, I think I did. With the, with my cartoon guy, 
Oh, yes. Okay. I did love that. Yes. I didn't know that's what you were aiming for this year. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a possibility of trying to get that thing lettered in the next two weeks here because there's a show coming up that we had talked about, but then, you know, just life got busy, so kind of really didn't get to it. But Kind of creeped up on everybody. Yeah, it's um, just the way the way it's been. Everybody's busy, and that's uh, that's why I'm driving for Apex is because of everybody's. You know, like my life is very busy. I'm fortunate to have a great sponsor of USA Insulation, and um, just me and uh, Corey. Actually, so, uh, well, I mean, I guess I'll get into how how Apex started with me. Is I was going to do a rental program two years ago, I think it was with uh, with Ben, and then uh, COVID hit, so that like shut everything down on the whole you know whole thing and then he was starting to do his deal on the on the um on the other end of things and he was focused 100 percent on it i'm trying to run my sign company and do all that so it really didn't take off like you know we had hoped to especially with all like the, the uh the pandemic stuff and then we had talked back and forth and he had sent me the information on i'm like man that sounds like a really a good opportunity for anybody trying to get in, uh, you know, it was all top of the notch Spafco stuff. And, um, you know, he sends me pictures of the car he's putting together for this year, which I believe is the car you won with when you first started with him. Yeah, correct. So, um, so I got, I got bigger shoes to fill now. Well, like, they're probably <laughs> literally than mine, but we know we can get it. We know, we know we can get it done. And Corey's been working his tail off on uh, making sure everything's 100% with that car. And i um, super so, excited. Not to interrupt you, but how does this work with Corey? Now, basically, he gets this car all set up with you. A- I'm sorry, Apex, not just Corey. They they get this car all set up for you. They get it to the track. So you are literally have helmet, will travel. You show up, you jump in that car, and yep. obviously you'll take it out, give your input. Yeah, um, he is, you know, he's the crew chief for the whole deal and all that. And, um, I mean, I've had a few years racing these things. You know, not a lot of it, but um, so hopefully I can give him some good input and help him with, you know, you know, he's going to be learning different type of drivers. I mean, he obviously has got a car in the stable winning, you know, week in and week out with Matt. Um, so hopefully we can get, you know, take a couple wins away from him this year. And uh, yeah, bigger the- <laughs> we win. <laughs> theoretical um, shoes to fill. So, yeah. So, uh, no, it just um, it's just a perfect opportunity. And um, like I said, it came about from some messages back and forth. And we had talked about doing it towards the end of last year. And then he was, uh, I believe going to go to school to be a welder or something like that. And that all changed in the middle of making our plans for 2022. And he reached out to me and, and I was super excited about the thing before. So I was like instantly bang. Yes. Talk to my sponsor. Um, and you know, a couple of the marketing partners I have, um, explain and- that to us a little bit because you brought a lot of the sponsorship with you. How does that work? How do you establish those kind of relationships? Because you, you literally, Brought this in, and yep. you told you told them this is going to be a winning car, and this is how we succeed. Yeah, um, I mean, I built a great relationship with uh, with Matt, my friend over there at USA Insulation, and it's been he um, kind of started riding with me. It became it honestly it became a phone call, and I've always put you know I do some business with him on the sign on the sign company side of things, and he called me out of the blue, and uh, he sees the way I was posting about my on my social media, posting about my current sponsors and people that are on my cars at the time he's like you know he's like how what does it cost to get on a race car and i said 500 or 5 million so <laughs> what, what, what do you want to do and um and he you know we started off a little small and then we got bigger and bigger and bigger and you know we just he's a he's the driving force behind you know behind my deal i have a few others on there you know that helped me out but you know so it make it's a team and he's my biggest one and well, let us know who all your sponsors are. Oh, geez, you're going to put me on the spot on that. So I have... Do you want uh, me to come back to you? Yeah, no, I can do it right okay. now. 
I have original wheel man, which you guys have uh, Kevin on here quite a quite a bit. Yep. Right Kevin's right kind of a uh, unofficial official, somewhat <laughs> co-host. Kevin's my um, buddy. He's a good dude. I got uh, my cousin Drake and Drake Exhaust and Brake. I have the Pasta Loft, LCM Racing Engines. Um, they help me out with the tuning and stuff like that. They've always been beside me with that. I actually had Apex. They were able to let me do that deal and bring it down there and have it all. You know, dynoed and tune, just make sure it's a hundred percent. Just because I've tr- I have a big trust in him with his stuff. Um, trying to think of uh, Candia Road Cornhole Company. Um, if you play cornhole, that's a good place to get your cornhole boards. It's another one of my companies too. But I say I heard the owner's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's uh right now. It's all I can think of uh, off the top of my head for my marketing partners at this uh at this point in time. All right, so I have to ask you because I think out of everybody in this room, you've been in racing longer than everybody. Yeah, I started in 90. It was before I was alive. Yeah. <laughs> 90. What year were you born, Matt? 01. Jeez. Oh, wow. You're you're pretty You're like the same age as my youngest daughter. Wow, I didn't realize that. That's nuts. Um all right, so as somebody who's raced at a bunch of different tracks, Steve, what is the process when you get to a new track where you actually get out there and you decide, you know, where are my braking points? Where are my acceleration points? How long, what is your process in learning this track and how do you get comfortable with it? If I've been there before, I know not, I don't want to sound arrogant, not that much. If I'm good, if I'm already happy. Now, with you, the say track. it's a track you have not been. The first time you went to say like a Claremont, which is a track that you would love or you hate. I, <laughs> I, I love that track. Yeah. I'm, I'll, um, I haven't figured it out yet, so it's not on my favorite of tracks. Um, hope, I think I'm going to get over there a couple times. <laughs> You're going to pull off a win. I guarantee it's just different. I mean, I went over there years ago on a dwarf car, and I and I hit it right off. Figured out that you don't drive around the bottom. You know, you don't hit the bottom of the whole corner like every other racetrack you go to in the world. Um, you know, it's uh, it's unique. Um, Claremont place, has I'm changed still- over the last couple of years, though. It's also the the groove has moved up in turn one, oh, as yeah. a, whereas it, it opposed make, to be yeah. used to be a dive bomb corner. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense how you go in there. Um, it's, it's it there's a great a story if anybody hasn't heard it that was on the turn four podcast. Uh, with Donnie Miller, and he actually explains how that all became. I, it's definitely one you want to check out if you like a little history of racetracks. Yeah, that whole corner is, I mean, you go in there so high and you come off and you just start losing, you start losing real estate really fast. <laughs> so, um, hoping to get a little better of that so I don't have that on my tracks. Of, I'm like, eh, I don't really like that place. So I don't I get excited to drive over there, but, um, we're going to have to, I don't know how I, Corey could probably, do I have two races over there or one? I don't know, but yeah, one on my schedule. schedule. Yeah. So, I will be over there at least one time. Hopefully, maybe go run a few laps. But before, some so to answer your question, I'll watch videos. Usually, I try to get in-car videos. Um, that's my go-to on something a track that I've never been to, and um, I try to get in there and just like watch. You know, love in-car videos, especially if you can see their feet, so you can see what they're doing for. Um, you know, Th- those are good stuff like that. Like, it helps me personally. You know, I can kind of then if then if there's a reference to that in-car video of a. Of, a, of an out car, you know, like it's that's how I that's how I prepare for a place I've never been before. Are you going to be at the uh, April twenty fourth race, the I, first no, race? My, our first race will be the Monadnock April. I mean May first, I think it is. All right, then I'm I am putting my money on the hot shoe over there to win this race, Matt Kimball. I I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there right now. I really think you you're gonna pull it off. Claremont's a track you're pretty good around. Are you excited for this first race? It's going to be here in a couple of weeks. Like Quest for the Cup modified April 24th, 2022 launches Claremont Motorsports Park. First race of the Quest. Like I am super excited. Yeah, I'm wicked pumped. I can't wait for race season. I mean, 
Um, you know, well, you already started. Your I, I did already so. start. Yeah, but you know, I still now I got to wait another month. Wait, wait, you started your racing? What are you talking about? Oh well, I raced on New Smyrna, Florida, two weeks ago, a week ago, whenever it was, and um, you know, had a decent run down there, and um, you know, we'll be back in April, wherever, and um, then we'll be racing out loud in April sixteenth with the family car, and then April twenty fourth we'll be at. Bye Guys, on. you see that? That is as humble as it gets. All right, I'm going to back Matt up and give him some credit that he deserves. <laughs> Matt made his first start in a NASCAR wheeling yeah. modified tour car. Yeah, that's a lot, guy. Like that's awesome. That congratulations, eggs. You brought it back in one piece. Yeah, you had fun. Had a blast. This is an experience. I mean, what would the 12 year old version of you look at you and say right now? Like you, you raced at New Smyrna. Any NASCAR wheel and modified? Yeah. Does it get cooler than that? Like, take a minute, Matt. Get excited over there. I mean, I dreamed about it when I was eleven. You know, I was, you know, going to Loudon with my parents and my grandparents watching the wheeling race. It's the only race I cared about that weekend, really. And um, like, you can ask my parents. I always said it when I was eleven when I started racing Young Guns at Mananoc that I wanted to race in the wheeling tour. And then this past year, the op- this past few months, the opportunity finally. You know, I was given it, and there's no passing that up. So now it was said here, like it, it, a lot of people knew about. It. I didn't hear about it. I didn't hear about it for like the week before. Like, yeah. how did that come together? That's, I mean, I'm still blown away. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we weren't sure if we were going to be ready yet. You know, there's a lot of stuff that had to be done in a short period of time. You know, between the car and like all the paperwork, like it was insane. Like I had to, you know, I had to go do all my physical stuff, and like it was crazy. Like there was really no taking breaks or anything like we were always doing something to get ready for that race you know i had to buy a few extra things for some safety stuff and and then you know about two weeks prior to new Smyrna, we were like all right we think we can make it how did you how did you like new Smyrna? was it your first time ever going there yeah i've so you've never been so your first time is racing in a nascar wheel i don't don't leave um new hampshire too often really i mean the only time i did was (laughs) to go to richmond virginia to race a mini stock and then I just uh, did it again to ace the wheeling tour. So, um, any yeah. more wheeling stuff on the horizon? Maybe. Um, if I know, I'll let you know for sure. Um, you know, it's just to be continued. I'm sure. You know, once the wheeling tour goes to Claremont and Lee and Mananoc, we'll be there for sure. Let's see by a show of hands. Anybody else at the table? We're going to be racing a NASCAR wheeling race this year. Oh, there is somebody else. Who's this guy? What are you racing? I'm going to be racing the other Apex. Uh, uh, modified they have a tour modified that Corey's gonna be you know running some uh, tri-track stuff with and the opportunity came when he, he first he wasn't even about the whaling stuff and then it hit three out of the four tracks of the uh nhstra and um i'm like messaging him like hey uh, i'm interested in lee you know i mean i have a you know i have a lot of time at lee you just you've logged, my, of, you've logged of, a few yeah, laps yeah, there it's one of my favorite tracks um so i'm like yeah, that sounds like a place that it's very technical there's gonna be a lot of strategy that goes into that so I'm hoping that um, you know, with the with the time he spends on the race cars, and hopefully we get a little testing in before, and um, I don't know. Hopefully we can. My, my goal right now, I'll just say, as a top 15, I'll be like ecstatic. That'll be like winning the race. I mean, those guys, that's top tier. Of you don't get no better than that in our type of cars that we're racing. So is USA along for the ride? Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're they are my main. They're with me everything I do. If I hop on a street stock, they will be on that. If anything I do. Um, they're they're you know they're the, my go to. Yeah, building a good 
group of people behind you. Like, and I, and I didn't mean to help you with that last year. Like literally it was the year before you, you come out in the 98 modified and then you, you win right yeah. off the bat. And I just happened to be panning the backstretch with my camera to get a picture of you in the USA car going by the USA poster, which ended up going everywhere. <laughs> it's like, that was pretty yeah. cool picture that's been shared a million times but yeah, that was a that was, i that was our first race together as my uh sponsor and i kept saying we won the first one and i kept saying i'm like oh this is this is hey this isn't how it happens i mean we set the tef- we set the fast time like all right i mean we were last in practice i think for most of the day and um you know russ russ hersey if he's listening he, he he'll, he'll take that win for me so <laughs> um but um we were we went out there and we clicked off the fast time ended up leading every lap in the first race won that and um and the second one come, came from the back. I mean, it wasn't a lot of cars, but, I mean, it was still there was good people in it. Matt was out there. Uh, Roby was out there. You know, some of your top dogs in the, in the NHS. Alyssa the was giving you a run for the money there yeah, for quite a, a while. Race, yeah. yeah, yeah. She um, yeah, she was started She started on the pole, and she was it was green to check her. So, uh, and um, I caught her with a couple to go, and, you know, she's starting to get squirrely, and usually I'm in, very impatient when it comes to if I don't, ra- <laughs> if I don't race very much, I'm like, and I, and I see it, I, I want, you know, I want that, I want that W. So I'm like, I'm like, I know she's all over the place a little bit. You know, she, she wanted to win. She's never won and won to the best of my knowledge. And uh, I literally, like, just waited by my time. She slipped up off the corner. We actually smashed into each other down the backstretch, and um, I'm like, here it goes. Like, so she's going to spin out, and they're going to put me to the back again with two to go or something. And, um, we ended up pulling off that next win, and it was great. I mean, it was a uh, it was a dream dream come dream day for any race car driver, and you know, racing you know racing with all that top tier, and then we went off to Monadnock, and I got a big uh, a big big eye opening experience. I mean, we were running decent, but I can't get the whole ha- back of your car I came, ripped I came off. Came back with half the car. <laughs> oh, man, that's horrible. <laughs> but we finished so. And that car, I've been told, is now still racing. So Justin Beecher will be behind the wheel of that one. Yeah. He's so that will be racing this year as well. So we're growing this division. The The NHSTRA Modifieds is going to be pretty stout this year from everybody that I've heard that's running. Now, I'm curious, um, with your car that um, you have, Al, what's the deal with that? Is that your car or... Yeah, that that's my car. I bought from uh, Apex. Uh, actually, just Corey just showed me a picture of it. It's, uh, uh, I hope is going to be ready. I hope. I don't know. It what car like is that? Was that your old car, it, Corey? It was the uh, that's yeah, a good car. Car and um, you know, I guess it. You know, he 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 ran it a little hard. So there's a couple of bent parts on it. <laughs> actually, I should say there was a couple of straight parts on it, and the rest had to get fixed. So uh, we had to straighten everything out a little bit. So we're putting it back together now. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to running that. Now, when you're not running it, what's the deal? Uh, so, you know, we're, we're still working out our schedule. we got to figure that out, uh, exactly what races. They, the Wickham 5, I think, is what we're going to try to concentrate on and a couple other events. But then uh, that's going to be an Apex uh, house car, if you will, where, where if uh, someone else wants to rent it and use it for uh, for a race, um, you'll be able to contact those guys and, and use, the, use the car. We want to try to grow this division as much as we can. And if I'm not going to be running all these races, I, I want to see the car out there running and hopefully we can get some good guys in it and uh, they can uh, they can use it. Yeah, see, that's awesome. Now you get somebody else who's going to rent this car. They're going to take it out there. They're going to see what the best of the best equipment is because let's be honest, you, Corey doesn't put out slouch cars out, out of Apex. So you get a good car out there, you get in there, you rent it. Now you're hooked. It's that same feeling. Even though I was back of the pack jack when I raced, 
It didn't matter. That feeling and everybody in this room who's done it, when you're at Claremont and you roll off from above and you come down onto that track, and it's a feeling you can't replace, whether you finish first or last or anywhere in between, that feeling runs through you and it's what makes you want to do it. So you're going to hook some people this year with that car. And who knows? How many cars do you think Apex might have next year? Five, yeah. six? Hopefully you more. don't know. Yeah. I hope more. Yeah. But you're right, though. The second you're in one of these cars, uh, for me, last year's the first time I've ever been in one. Man, it was awesome. And they are so fast. They carry so much speed to the corner. And uh, that's what hooked me on it. That one test day I did with Corey, um, it was it was awesome. Uh, we ended up running lead, like sort of a last minute thing. Um, we stuffed some uh, some some foam in the side of the seat, <laughs> and um, you know we go out for the uh, the practice was canceled, qualifying, whatever was canceled because of the rain. So we basically just did the race. And so I hop on the car, and it was uh, I think it was Jonah's brother in law that was helping me, Kevin. I think it was yeah, helping me with the car. And so I fire the car up, and I. I, wrote, I have him come over the window and I say, you know, how do you put it in reverse? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, literally, that's so, so he showed me how to put it in reverse, went out to this, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, I'll tell you though, if you have an opportunity to try to get in one of these cars, um, they're unbelievable. They're a lot of fun and they're very responsive for such a big car. I was surprised how much you can actually catch the thing coming off the corners. They're uh, they're sort of nimble, much more nimble than I thought, based on the horsepower and the size of the tires. We so, got to put you in a street stock for a race too, then. Yeah, that's one. I'll <laughs> try anything. I don't care. But yeah, but I. So back to your my, my point was though, if if you have an opportunity to get in with these cars, you're gonna be hooked. It's awesome. All right. Well, we know now that your car will be available to rent if it needs to be. So absolutely, guys, get in there right now. <laughs> I don't. I won't post that. <laughs> oh, it's your it's your best friend. Actually, we'll post it cause, just because it's funny. Cause, and we love you, Kevin. Oh, geez. two guys on the end are cool. The weapon in the middle is sketchy, though. <laughs> Good luck to Apex this season. Ah, uh, Kevin, we miss you hey, as co- well. That's your co-host, isn't it? The official, unofficial co-host, correct? So, I'm just excited to see what happens this year because we're going to kick off. What's going to be going on with Dickie's car when he's not running it? Do we know? As far as I know, that's my car for the season. I okay. Mean, that's what the agreement is. I was hoping to get Corey in it there a couple of times because you're no slouch behind well, the wheel either. I don't think he'll be able to reach the pedals. <laughs> I wish we could get. I wish we could have Steve stand up. If you've never met him in real life, Steve is an imposing guy. Yeah, we had to adjust the camera angle and put him lower so we everybody could. On the camera, I look tiny. I'm like, this is good. It's a, it's a kind of a yeah. You do look smaller than ours for some reason. Definitely, his seat is a lot. Lower Actually, than they're ours, all so. the same, yeah. which is kind of Pers- odd. Perspective, yeah. I guess. It is definitely perspective. Oh, Steve, what was your first experience with racing? What got you hooked? Oh man, my family's been involved with it since the '40s and '50s, racing around all around New England. Drake it, Speedway was a thing. Uh, Pine Speedway. Um, as a, they raced a bunch of them. All, I mean, they started racing Hudson pretty much when it opened up back in the forties. And, um, I've been kind of just in everything, you know, every picture in our house growing up, my dad raced, which is always racing. And I just got hooked on it. And, um, then I happened to, as we were t- talking about before we got on the show, I'm like, um, you know, I wonder if I would have ever kept doing this if I didn't have any success. But once you get in a race car and you have this type of success, it's probably the the the, the most drug. The wor- I don't I don't want to call it the worst drug or the best drug, but it's it's definitely a drug and an addiction. Once you get into it, I mean, it's you know it can keep you uh, keep you away from other things in life, and it's it's I don't know. I, my kid loves it already, and she's only five years old. She you actually this isn't racing related, but you posted a video of that grocery getter that you had 
that you had picked up and yeah. your kid was in the back like <laughs> loving every second oh, yeah. of it. Yeah, you yeah. still have that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to get that thing out on a uh, – get out a spectator race with that this year. Yeah, it won't turn when you hit the corner. But <laughs> <laughs> What's the story behind your number? Uh, it was my dad. You know, my dad ran the number 98, and from what he told me, it was uh, one of Dale Earnhardt uh, Sr.'s first numbers back – I want to say it was like one of that pink 55 Chevy or something like that he ran back in the day, and um, I just carried it. I just, uh, I've run that number and I've run the number 12 and the number 12 was my grand, my, uh, my family number. They had the one, the 12, the one twelve, and all that back in, you know, the fifties and sixties. Actually, I don't even think I made it to the sixties. I think it was in the fifties, probably maybe going into the sixties, they ran the number 12 car. So if I didn't have 98 on my car, I had 12 and that was the reason behind that number. Now, Matt, I think you were pre-exposed to racing. Like you yeah. had no choice. It was at your house. Yeah. Um, when did you discover I mean, as a kid, you get this car in your house. I mean, it's yeah. it's cool. When did you discover, like, I'm going to do this? Um, probably when I was about five years old, you know. I was always going to the races with my parents. And, um, you know, Bob Yerko made those little, like, things you could watch. Like, way before my generation now, we got, you know, YouTube and stuff. But it was like, I don't know what they called those plastic squares. You put in, like, a VCR <laughs> or something. VCR. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was wondering yeah. where you were going with this. Yeah. A plastic so, like, square. Well, I don't know. And so VHS always, tapes? Yeah, we'd have those. And VCR. then my dad, you know, would be in victory lane, probably second to us, or Todd, one of the two. And, um, you know, he'd have me holding me. I was like two years old. And uh, I'd just been around it for so long. And um, when I was five years old, I got the opportunity to run a go kart at Sugar Hill Speedway, which is not around anymore, unfortunately. But I think it's a lumber yard now. Yeah, pretty much. How and, long um, did you run the go karts? I ran it from when I was seven till I was ten and a half, and then I started racing cars. Ten and a half, you jumped into well, a car. Eleven, I was eleven. Wow. Yeah, yeah. On the books. On the books. Yeah, on the books? yeah, I, was, yeah. I was fifteen when when before kids were allowed to race. I was yeah. six. I was sixteen on the books, and then and then I had, they had my sixteenth birthday at the racetrack to. Make a big deal about it, <laughs> and that was before social media. So, and then people still complained that look, I was, this guy I, that wasn't, wasn't supposed to race is now old enough to race. Yeah. <laughs> now, so your brother's kind of doing the same thing with his kid because I see he's out in a uh, go kart as well and having some pretty good success. So, is yep. there going to be another one from this Kimball clan that is going to rise to dominance? Yeah, probably. I mean, I've never like seen a kid so young that understands racing so much. Um, Every time I go out, he gives me a little pep talk. <laughs> I love it. That's I've awesome. Him. I've gotten them too. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm sure Corey and my dad's gotten them as well. And, um, you know, I remember watching his first race. It was just so funny because he was trying to, like, he was like Days of Thunder out there and he was racing with a bunch of five year olds. And, um, yeah, I mean, he knows so much for it. I don't know. I think he's seven years old now. He's going up fast. Kid has no fear. No, not like at all. none. There's, no. it's not a part of his vocabulary. Because I saw a video your brother had done a live stream, and I was just like, yeah. "Give this kid a couple more years. He yeah. is going to take over the world." Yeah, hopefully. You're gonna have to put him in. We're gonna get what? Uh, put him back in a a one one X, Corey. This is up to you. We got to get this kid in a modified ASAP. He, he's you know lining up for NASCAR. A here. Years for that. Is this cart fifty number fifty or no? Eleven. Eleven. What is the story behind the fifty? So, um, like, if you look at our crew pictures from like 2013, when like my dad won the championships and stuff, and like, oh, sorry, not 2013, uh, 2010 and 11, 
Um, so when I was in go-karts, my number was 43, you know, following my dad. But um, so in 2010 and 11, it was my uncle's crew. And um, so he, he had their own crew. We worked out of their shop and everything. And then um, there was this guy on the crew named Bill Burgoyne. Um, you know, he'd take me fishing all the time. He was the guy I went with in the, you know, he was the guy I was with um, in the pits because my dad would be racing. So I had no one to really watch me. So I was always hanging around him. And then when he was 50 years old, he had a heart attack in his sleep and he died. So. Oh, I thought this was going to be a happy story, no, man. That's why oh. you're finally, you're finally going smiling. Yeah, I know. So, so, yeah, I mean, ever since then. Um, well, it's an honor to carry that number then. Yeah, so from t- 2012, you know, my number was 43. And then 2013, I changed my number to 50 and just in memory of him. And then. It and just, now you're the 11. What's the yeah. story behind the 11? Is that a Corey question? That's a Jonah question. A Jonah? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious because Corey is here. We're going to get him on here at some point, too. Well, I, I kind of know the story. I think is, um, I think Jonah's. You want to come over onto Al's spot? Al, do you want to jump off yeah, and let Corey absolutely. on for a few? Yeah. I, I just, I think I know. I, Jonah's first car was like a mini stock or a Pinto or something, and it was a yellow, <laughs> yellow body with a, well, yellow inside with a black you can body. You just go right in front of the camera. It's fine. People and, know um, you're swapping out. And, you don't uh, have to duck. Just walk. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, so he was number 11 with his first car, and that's why it's number 11, and that's why it's yellow and black. Huh. I've always, I was wondering that because I saw the one and then the 11, so I was like, oh, maybe it's just a play on the ones. Yeah. So, all right. Who's this gentleman here? Is this Corey Plummer? This Where? is proprietor of Apex Racing. Dude, you have a pretty darn cool thing that you're doing here. Yeah, I'm excited about this season um, with everything we got going on. I, I'll just laugh. I'm excited to be working with Al. Uh, pull that microphone, go like this to that, and pull it. You know, grab it right by the phone piece and just pull it down to you. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Al was a tall dude. You're, you're good right there. You're good. Um, yeah, we used to run with Al a little bit last year, and uh, that was really cool. I'm excited to work more with him this year. Um, now he's got a little seat time. Um, but yeah, no, we get we're excited. <laughs> for the season are you so what are you doing this year uh, i'm gonna be running some of the tri-track stuff we got a tour mod um are you out for the nhstra stuff the, the the local track stuff unfortunately yeah uh for all the wickham and the cup stuff which really sucks because i would have really loved to run those races um, but you're preparing three cars for it so i mean yeah i kind of made that decision last year that i wasn't going to be driving a race car at the same time as trying to help um multiple other teams and cars uh just it, it, both sides of it hurt uh basically you know because of it so i, I wasn't going to do that again all right so what races are you running this year i'm gonna run some of the tri-track stuff local to new hampshire at least uh, we'll see if i end up doing anything in connecticut or, or something like that um the car is going to be at all the new hampshire nascar races uh, Steve talked about it. He's going to be running at Lee. Um, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen with Manoc and Claremont yet, but I can tell you it will be there. Um, I'd like to see you behind the wheel of it for one of these. Yeah, that might happen. We'll see. I don't get behind the wheel unless I have the sponsors to pay for it. That's just the way I, the way I do business. <laughs> well, it's not a stupid way to do business, though. Yeah. You you mentioned that like what Steve did with building those brands and building the the people behind you to back you. I mean, if that's any advice, here here's a question. What advice would you give to somebody getting into racing? I, I'll give you some right now. 
build relationships with people because down the road they can really come to help you. Steve built one with a guy from USA, and now the guy's backing him nonstop. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Matt built a relationship with Corey, and look at that. They won a championship last year. Like, that's awesome. First time in that car, and you, you go out there and, run, uh, you know, win a championship. That's awesome. Corey, so you kind of started racing from what I understand in the mini stocks, right? Like you, how long have you been racing? Yeah, I've been racing for four years now, four, four years. You guys hear that? Four years. Yeah, not very long. I've been involved in the sport for, for, since I was a a child, you know, I had multiple family members, my father and my stepfather and uncles and grandparents, everything that all raced. And they were actually all mini stock racers at Monadnock. And that's kind of, if I had my choice, I would have got right into a modified. <laughs> but the family said, no, this is what we know. This is what we should we should start with. So we had a Mustang mini stock, and I got sick of finishing second to Matt. So I said, we got to put him <laughs> in a car. Um, so <laughs> That car that Matt was in that mini stock was a beast. I don't when know I saw that get destroyed, I was I, I just almost cried. That, that had to hurt. Every single lap I seen him drive that car, I thought I was getting destroyed. <laughs> It was so on that right front so yeah, bad. I'm like, yeah. there's no way that right front's going to last 30, 40. The left rear had almost nothing on yeah. it because he was usually up in the air. Yep. Same tie's <laughs> been on that for two years. <laughs> Still got a sticker on it probably. Yeah. So you, you you finish second to Matt and the Mini, so then you move up to mods, and then what do you do? You bring him in on modified with you too. Yeah. Yeah, I had to. Well, I, I didn't want to finish second. At least if I had him, he could win, you know? <laughs> It's like winning. Is that how you're doing it? Yeah, that's that's why I race. Winning by proxy through Matt. Yeah, that's awesome. So in four years, you've actually Apex has been around now. How how long exactly? Uh, this is our second full time year. Uh, in two thousand or so, two years ago, we were in the process of um, you know building the building and doing everything we were doing there. Uh, so we weren't technically open. So last year was our first full season open. This is our this is our second second season. The first time I remember hearing about it, I was at a tri track race at Monadnock, and all of a sudden I looked into the corner and there was a big sign that said Apex, and I was like, "What's that?" And people were like, "Oh, it's a new place that's opening." Oh, that's so, good. So the sign works. I was like, "Oh, that's cool," <laughs> and I didn't realize that was you at the point. So actually, Apex is not just. So I haven't been there yet. So that's my own bad doing here unfortunately being down here in mass it makes it hard to get over there you're actually a full-blown shop right like you can if even if i don't have an apex car can i bring it and have it worked on there yeah we work on any of the any of the any of the chassis i mean we focus mostly on modified stuff obviously um with we have inventory for parts and a lot of it is modified stuff but it's also um, things like switches and gauge panels and, and, and tire pressure gauges and all everything that everybody uses. You have a full right? store. Yeah. Yep. It's and then in the shop. Facility. Yeah. In the shop, we do do more modified stuff, obviously, as well. Um, we can do everything um, from, from chassis up, basically. We don't build the chassis um, currently. Um, we don't do any body work currently. We use Spafco chassis. We use Spafco bodies. All right, I have to ask. I have to stop you because you're saying currently. Well, we're only two years into this. Okay. So there's dreams here. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hey, look at that. You're four years into racing, second year into Apex. I, guys, I like this dude. He's on to something here. He's got something <laughs> figured out here. He put a car, yeah. first year of Apex, won the championship, and... Let's not forget the people that were running on the NHS TRA quest for the cup. You had, you know, you had Brian Roby, you you had uh, Todd Patnode, you had hot shoes. Your dad went out there for a couple races this year, Matt. Is he going to 
make it back out there again. Speaking of Matt's dad, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I got to thank Bill. Bill is at Apex all the time working on these race cars. It's not just me. Um, like like we were talking about earlier, it's there's multiple people behind Apex. So I just want to I want to make sure that that's well. That's let them on. let everybody know who is behind Apex. Well, working with Matt is real nice because Matt kind of brings his whole uh, crew with him. <laughs> Sorry, um, so, no, <laughs> I don't right. bring nobody. We're good. Um, oh, that's great. So yeah, Matt's dad, Bill. He's in the shop all the time. My dad uh, helps out in the shop, and Joan obviously is is really like uh, the parts side of things and, and deals with a lot of that. Um, and, and, and as well as Matt's brother and uh, a couple other crew guys that are always there. So those guys are always helping around the shop. Bill, Bill especially. Yeah, I, I'd like to see him out there again this year. Is he going to make an appearance? Me too. Probably. I mean, someone wants to buy the old. The old car, then come buy it, and if not, oh, so then, you still have, yeah. So you still have two. You still have your tour car as well, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, he, so you, then we have yeah. the family crate car too. And you know, if no one buys it, you know, he'll probably support the uh, the working races there, and then the cup events, whatever ones. But you know, when what a great deal the Wickham is this year. Yeah. That's going to add such a a needed boost to it. Like yeah. that's awesome. I'm super excited to see what happens with that from here on out. Yeah. Yeah, they stepped up pretty big last year. I mean, Apex was the main deal for the cup, the cup stuff, and they put a ton into it. And uh, that I think that stepped, you know, made a platform for this whole Whitcomb thing. It I was imagine. a stepping, yeah. No, so I mean, Todd Padno got a new motor. A bunch Matt of got the transmission. Yeah. I have to. I, so this is. I had to ask Matt this question. Did get the transmission. It's in the car. <laughs> I, I was wondering. I was like, is that going into the Apex car yeah. or the two? I, I've always wondered that since I saw that. So I was like, now I know. Yep, she'll be in for this year. You guys are going to kick some butt this year. I'm excited to see what you have. Corey, is there anything we're missing that you want to make sure it gets out there? No, but I, I do want to talk about the Wickham stuff. Really yeah, like you that. actually know a lot about it. Will you tell us more? Well, from what I know, you know, um, they're going to be good paying races. Uh, you know, minimum, I think, like four grand to start, five grand, something like that. To win, you mean? To, to win, yeah. sorry. Not to uh, yes, 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 yes. There'll be every so, modified in New England there. I think that gets uh, some attention. I think that those are going to really bring that kind of tri-track type environment to the race, if, if that makes sense. You know, there's a lot of money on the line. People, people are, are, are trying, are, are racing for that, um, which is exciting to do in a, in a crate car, and not having to to spend some, you know, the type of money that you need to spend to get into an open style mod. Um, it gives a lot of those people the opportunity to race a race that's like this, which I think is really cool. Um, and, and it's, it is, it's 125 laps. I think they're doing 75 and then a, a, a pit, uh, like a cold pit and then a 50 lap shootout to finish it off. But I'm excited for the, for those races. I think that's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up some more information on it right now. And I had it here and it's just somehow my phone is failing me now. Technology guys. Don't always trust it. Print it's stuff out. Wi- it's probably that Wi-Fi connection I heard. I've heard in every episode people complaining about. Yeah, because nobody actually connects to the actual <laughs> Wi-Fi here. What? None of you guys have had a problem. It was pretty simple. No, it's fine. <laughs> so people, yeah, basically, this is gonna get cars out there. I hope with the money, the payout, everything that they're gonna be doing. This is a step, guys. If you come support them, who knows what next year brings? There's going to be other events very similar to this. Guaranteed, if these are successful and these work, this is a chance to get out there and show what's going on in New England short track racing. 
I'm hoping to see some of those Connecticut guys put some cars together and come up here. I mean, I was just trying to think of numbers in my head. Like, what does one of those spec engines cost for an SK? Like, they're doing spec-style motors now. What are they, 15, 20 grand? I mean, Probably go higher than that. Yeah, see? So, I mean... Well, they say they're three, the best in New England. Yeah, come up here and prove it. That's three. That's three. Well, you can come to Apex. We got cars for you. <laughs> I haven't seen a Connecticut guy go to Manana. I can do anything, so... <laughs> that's, that's hey, well, I know where you can pick up... A crate motor. I'm pretty sure think, Apex that, has that. Was that a challenge to anybody Actually, in Connecticut? Yeah. To come well, get in you? the crate guys. I, I, I mean, I've seen them in the tour guys, and they have done a lot, but I haven't seen any in a crate motor. Well, even the, even the crate cars have done pretty decent in some of the yep, tour races. For sure. Hey. There you go, Beecher. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is, Connecticut guys. Come up here and show that you're better than the New England guys racing on the NHSTRA, because honestly, these guys up here, they don't get much better than them. The names... The talent, the, I mean, come on, watch one of these races. These guys kick butt. I mean, so, I, I think you should call out Keith Rocco. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, oh, okay. I would love to get any of those guys up here. Yeah, it would be yeah. nice. Those Connecticut guys are the wheel deal, though. I mean, the just the, the entry list at Stafford is like second to none. It's yeah. crazy. They're definitely what's kept the modified racing alive in New England for sure. Well, but you look is, at the money that keep growing it. the Whitcomb is putting up this year. Yeah. Now's a chance to come race and get some of that money because it's yeah, no decent money. Now. Now's the time. Do it. That's all I have to say. Isn't there one race paying almost 8000 to win, I think, I saw somewhere in there? Have I they think changed right. that? It's, it's, I was like trying to find it, too. Like the pages and something like that. Like close to eight, yeah. yeah, about close to eight grand for one show. Yeah. I'm sure it's Open happening. Open day. Anoc is going to be a big one. Oh, I'm May 1st. You try track on Saturday. The Wickham on, on Sunday, and that's going to be a big show. A good paying show. Yeah, that first one. Yeah, that that first one is a, a Manadnock show. Correct. Are you running that one? So there'll be three Apex cars in that race. Yeah. And I'm we'll, telling you guys. We'll be running Saturday. Probably yeah. me and Matt. All right. So, Steve Dickey, what is the best way for our listeners to stay in touch with you and stay up to date on what's going on with the USA Insulation Apex car? Pretty much my main I, – I used to have like a fan-type Facebook thing years ago just because I got overwhelmed with people on top of my personal Facebook page. But I have since kind of turned my social media into pretty much like my racing and a little bit of, you know, some fun stuff I do here and there. But I think, yeah, I mean, and actually just to, just to touch base on it, you were – you know, you kept asking how do people do things to keep their sponsors um, – or I, I use the word sponsor or marketing partners, keep them happy. I mean, go over to my Facebook page. I do it all myself. It comes, I shoot from the hip and, you know, try to make sure I expose every little thing. If I'm involved with them, you know, expose what they're doing. They do something, you know, any of your sponsors do something cool, post it. Just, you know, try to be professional about it. Don't get tied into all that social media drama and just focus on what you're doing in your racing career. If that's what you're trying to do. I think every single one of us sitting here don't, have any drama on our Facebook and I'm sure I'm sure we see plenty of it and we can uh, interact with it if we wanted to but I think there's three professional guys when it comes to that Corey Plummer what's the best way for people to stay in touch with you oh you can use Apex Racing's Facebook page or, or call the shop I don't know the phone number <laughs> look, at, look at the Facebook page <laughs> <laughs> or I, send me a message if you need to at all. I, I still, I you were on. I still laugh about this to this day. You were on um, turn four, and they asked yeah. you what the address was, and you're like, "I don't know." And I'm like sitting here listening to it, like, "I know, I know," because I cut the ad for you. It's 972 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire. Yeah, right. Come, I was like, I was yelling at I'm the radio. You, that stuff. you elicited such a response to me out of that episode. I was like, "Ah, Matthew Kimball, how can people stay in touch with you?" 
Um, well, usually I post on my own Facebook a few times, and then um, Apex will post about um, how the weekend went. And then if you guys want to follow like the tour stuff and whatever else, then you guys can follow the page my brother runs that the Kimball Motorsports page. And yeah, we usually give updates or whatever. And I'm gonna get the info from Al in a minute. There is one thing that I need to know. How do I get my hands on one of those George Helliwell, Steve Dickey <laughs> bobbleheads? No, I, I I want the actual autograph card signed by you for the studio. All right, we'll get you one. I'll get George to sign it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Al, sneak right in here. Matt doesn't have to get up. I just want to have you reach in and tell us how people can stay in touch with you because you got something cool going on with your other series and now that you're in a, a modified. How do people stay well, in touch as, with you? As far as the modified stuff goes, I think that the best way to get in touch is is through Apex. Is uh, We're here to support Apex as much as we can and um, we really want to see their, their program grow along with the, uh, the whole modified series. So, um, and then as far as the other stuff is concerned, um, the other series is called formula race promotions and, uh, that, you know, we have a website with all the information on that. Um, that's all the road racing stuff, which is a little different than what we're talking about here today, but that gives you some information. Well, you got to get people checking that out, and I'm hoping a lot of those people that know you in that series now look over here at what we're doing in yeah, New England and I say, mean, you know, you, "That's pretty the cool." The more people, the merrier, right? And absolutely, you know, racing's racing. I, I I love no matter if it's a road course or if it's uh, if it's an oval. I think it's awesome, and I'm so stoked to be part of this whole group here. And and you know, I'm going to be the one learning from these guys. They're the ones that have all the experience and and they're fast and everything else. So. Uh, I'll just try to stay out of the way as much as I can, but, you know, have a lot of fun doing it. Or you get you to the front. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll try. Yeah. Al says that before he gets out there. Now he's going to get out there and see what he's in for equipment and realize how much more traction he's got. And he's going to – I bet he's going to be pretty racy this year. That's my prediction for Mr. Al this year. All right, guys, anything else in closing you want to say? No. All are, you, right. are you going live with Steve Grant or no? No, uh, he didn't. I didn't get any info from him. Uh, they were over there in Claremont today having a blast with the um, St. Valentine's Day massacre. I, I, I wish I could have made it over there as well. Unfortunately, things didn't line up, and this was the date that I could get all four of you in here. So we were going to do this, and they're doing their thing and having a blast. Yeah, Guys, we started getting dates together. It didn't really click that it was the same day, and I knew this was the day we could all be here. So I was yep. actually, what it is. I was posting on Facebook trying to find a car to go because <laughs> I was getting the winter blues and I needed to go drive something around in a circle. So I was watching some of the stuff they were doing there earlier. It looked pretty awesome. Yeah, they, how much snow they get up there? Do you know? From the videos they posted earlier with the side by sides, it was at least six or seven inches of snow. Those things were flying. It was awesome. I wish I, that's all we got down here. We got hammered down here pretty good with the snow. But all right, guys, uh, for Al, Steve Dickey, Corey Plummer, Matthew Kimball, I'm Mark Beaudry. This is Inside NHSTRA. Guys, look for these guys on the track this year. They are going to kick some butt. So glad they stopped by. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. That's all, folks.